0: Previously on A New Winter I heard they were murdered on your farm Then as he walked away Thank you for your time, Mr Stockwell This is episode 53 of A New Winter sat back down. Mr Stockwell, did I hear that right? What was happening? Was this my true self? Was I the father? The monster? None of this was making sense to me. I had to find out more. I didn't even know where to start. I looked around the house for anything. Any clues. And there I saw it. A chest of drawers with framed photos on top. There was my twin brother and I, smiling as boys, arms wrapped around each other, with a cheeky grin. They looked familiar, at least. The next photo was of my mother, bless, smiling and looking off camera in a portrait pose. Then the next one troubled me. It was my mother, older now, older than I ever remembered seeing her, with her arm around me. But I was in my thirties, at least and then the next one was the most horrifying of all a picture of what looked like me as a boy a school photograph tie askew, fake smile and underneath it it said Joseph Stockwell R.I.P. it was my twin and he was dead and he must have been dead for a very long time in fact I started panicking slightly What did this mean? Was there anything else? I went into mum's bedroom and the stale air made me feel slightly nauseous. I started opening drawers and found a cardboard box. Inside was a series of folders with dates, locations and names. As I looked through, it was a combination of notes and photographs of people. Dead bodies, dead animals, pieces of clothing, hair... Then the more and more I looked, the more I realised this was bigger than I thought. I felt sick and ran to the bathroom to vomit. What was this all about? I felt like the truth was within reach, but I just couldn't quite grasp it. I ran outside and took in deep breaths from the freezing cold air. It certainly calmed me down, at the same time as giving me a hard slap across the face. It sounded strange, but... I felt like I needed some kind of guidance whether it was the wide man Bob or even Mr Tooley just someone who could help I felt like I should try and maybe find the little house in the forest the one where I'd seen the photos of Kate the one where I'd left that little boy promising to be right back I never did was that him? my twin? did he die out there? did I have something to do with it? This was all happening too fast, it was just too much. I called a taxi that took me to the edge of the woods, near the pub actually, where I'd had a drink with Doobridge what felt like an age ago. As I walked through the snow in my boots, I noticed the signs again, the ones that had led me out, and I followed them back to where they had originated. For some reason, I expected the sun to set, but the light stayed with me. As I trekked through the cold, I kept an ear open for any sounds or surprises. But there was nothing. It really was isolated this far in. And then, after a while, I saw the little house. I felt a surge of shame run through me. This horrible, dense, black hole in the pit of my stomach. Something just didn't sit right. What was I expecting to see? Then I noticed something at the front of the house... Was that a body? As I drew closer, I saw there was two deers strung up on a branch, a bucket under them, full of blood and organs. They'd been cut open and drained. Next to it was a used campfire of sorts. Someone had clearly caught and eaten these animals. Was that even legal? I kept my wits about me. Anyone could be out here. And if it was some psycho, they could easily kill me and no one would even ever know. Okay now, stay still. A voice suddenly spoke from behind me. I'm just letting you know I have a gun and it's aiming right at the back of your head. I ain't planning on using it, I just want to know what you're doing here. Are you a copper? No, I said. Who are you? Me? <laughs> Who are you, friend? Don't tell me that you live here. I'm going to turn around, I said. Is that okay? Sure, he answered. I turned around slowly and saw a man in a black beanie, bearded, rough looking, but with some fairly smart looking, almost new trekking gear. There's no way he could have been homeless. He looked like he'd just bought this stuff. But my eyes were drawn to the hunting rifle, casually aimed at me from his hip. Clearly he was comfortable with it and confident with his aim. I doubt he went around shooting it like that. I don't live here, I began. My brother did, and I wondered if he was still here. I wanted to talk with him. No one here, pal, he said. Been here three nights now. No one's turned up. Can I ask why you're here? Well, he said, seeing as you've been so polite, I'm inclined to tell you the truth. Which is, I asked, which is that I'm having... Well, what some may call a slight existential crisis. I've, well, I'm going to be honest, I've run out of my family and I wanted to spend some time here in the woods. I found this place and, uh, well, I've been using it. A creepy house in the middle of the woods. Yeah, he said. Well, it gets cold out here. I've got a tent set up in there. I mean, it's cleaner than the floor. "'You've not seen my brother, then? "'He's my twin. Looks exactly like me. "'Look, you're the first person I've seen since I got here, friend. "'You're not the one going around kidnapping and killing people, are you?' "'Well, I'm not the one with the gun,' I said. "'He laughed and put the gun down. "'Well, no, you're not. You're not. "'Can't help but be cautious. "'Cold makes me a bit edgy, you know? "'Do you want some deer? It's good. "'No, but I wouldn't mind taking a look around, if that's okay.' Sure thing. I might follow you, if that's okay with you. I'm just curious. No problem with me, I answered. And as I walked in, I made my way to that secret room with the projector and photos of Kate. Wow, the man said. You seem to really know your way around here. And as I walked in, it was just how I left it. Exactly how I remembered. The man was looking around as well, startled at what surrounded him. "'This your brother?' "'Yeah,' I said. "'He's a bit... uh, "'strange.' "'Yeah,' he said. "'It's enemy. "'He's got all kinds of stuff here.' "'The man started going through boxes of files, and... "'something snapped inside me. "'Don't touch those!' I shouted. "'He immediately lifted his hands up in shock, "'a slight look of fear passing across his face. "'Sorry,' he said. Uh, no, I'm sorry, I said. I I just don't, just, I don't want these things touched, okay? But it might help find your brother, he said. Seemed that he was into some real twisted stuff. I kneeled down and went through the files. These weren't just newspaper clippings or photos. There was, Jesus, there was a finger, an ear, and in a small plastic see-through bag, what looked like an eyeball it was a collection they were trophies I opened up another box in the corner and there were more more trophies but except these were small as if they belonged to children something moved in the pit of my stomach and I felt like I was going to be sick I stood up straight my knees shaking slightly looked on the walls it wasn't just photos of Kate there was a map there were pieces of yellow string connecting them hold on wasn't this the same thing that I'd seen at the other house when Michael found me but now it's here stay right there I heard I turned around to see the man had gone to get his gun and come back now he said I don't know where you're playing at but I want you gone from here right fucking now my heart slowed down I looked the man in the eye he was terrified the gun now held up to his eyeline was hiding his face but I could still sense the fear within him it made me feel powerful I somehow felt invincible if he was going to kill me He would have done. But I couldn't have him getting the police involved here. I just couldn't. Okay, I said. I'll leave. But what if my brother comes back? He's dangerous. Twisted. I mean, you said it yourself. And as I was talking, I moved slowly forward towards him. He's dangerous. You think I'm fucking stupid? The man spat back. There's no brother. This is all yours. You just didn't expect me here. I'm supposed to believe that you just so happened to know where all this shit is and had never seen it before. Well, that's very convenient. Okay, I said, if you don't believe me, if you don't believe me, I can understand that. So let's go to the police, okay? Bring me in if you like, but I'm telling you, this isn't me. I came searching for a man. I came searching for a man called Michael. He's missing. And I think it's all connected. So you are a cop? He asked. Look, just put the gun down. I'm going to reach in my pocket and show you my identification, okay? He agreed and put the gun down. And I held out my right hand as if to show him there's no harm. I dug deep into my jacket pocket with my left to distract his attention. And then, I grabbed the rifle with my right hand. He immediately pulled the trigger, but shot at the floor. I punched him, square in the face with my left hand and felt his nose break. He fell to the floor on his knees, clutching his face. And I managed to wrestle the gun free and point it back at him. Huh, idiot, he mumbled, spitting blood on the floor. It's a single shot. So, knowing that, I hit him round the head with it like a bat it connected with the side of his head and he fell flat on the floor he was groaning as he was gurgling blood running from your family I shouted down at him this is probably your den isn't it your sick little retreat let me guess are they dead too did you blow their brains out Huh? smash their annoying faces in but he passed out I couldn't help but keep going you killed them, didn't you? Your little girl, your wife, your son. You had to. You had to. And as I shouted at him, I started stamping on his face. I threw all my weight behind it, stamping my foot down onto his jaw, until I slowly felt his face start to cave in, the flesh started to get mushy under my shoe. Soon, he was unrecognizable. And then, when I'd finally finished, I could see he no longer even had a face. I killed him. I took a second, and I took a deep breath. I was sweating like crazy. My heart was pumping like a jackhammer, and my palm was bleeding, where I'd squeezed my fists together so tight that my nails had cut into my flesh calm myself down I truly was a monster i had only met this man moments ago and now here he lay murdered beneath my feet I took another look around the room the maps the photos of people people I'm not even sure that I recognised but I could see Jackie Kate Nicola Sophia even the Madame from the Lime. They were all here. Photos taken from afar, mixed in with a host of other women. Most of them seemed to be... Mothers. The kids often included in the pictures. What was going on here? I needed to get out. I made my way back outside and into the snow. Was the mass grave still here, I wondered? I made my way to where I'd woken up before. And there, in front of me with dozens of frozen bodies children but what terrified me more is that I could hear shouting someone was coming and they were close I just want to say a big thank you to my patrons for supporting the show you can go to patreon.com slash a new winter or go to the new winter site a anewwinter.com where you can make a donation there as well remember you can follow us on twitter at anewwinter or email us at podcast at gmail.com or go to facebook.com slash anewwinter if you enjoy the show please do rate us and leave a comment on your podcast platform of choice next week will be the final episode of season four of A New Winter. Thank you for listening.